You're listening to Above Radio, radio above the wrist. Everybody, I'm Edward Hamlin, and if you have followed the audio arc of our conversations for any length of time, you have come to expect the unexpected in terms of talking and tunage, one-on-one conversations recorded in any number of different locations from down deep in some interesting rabbit hole, smushed, that's a technical term, together with music to create what we like to call a talking tune. If you like what you hear, here, check out our media sites listed in the liner notes of this episode for other tasty audio treats to consume. One-on-one conversations in general are so very interesting to us here at Above Radio, especially when they involve us. Specifically, the adventures of the legendary businessman Joey K and me. They can take on so many different forms, unfold in so many different directions, all while in so many different places, all of which can sometimes conspire to create magical moments of dialogue. We just never know, which is kind of like discovering gold in them there hills. So next time you all of a sudden find yourself heading down a rabbit hole in a friendly conversation with someone, try something different and press record on your phone. You just might find some gold in them there hills for yourself. If you do, you got that going for you. Anyway, one bright sunny Southern California afternoon, not too terribly long ago, I met up with the legendary Joey K at a somewhat otherworldly watering hole called the Encounter Cocktail Lounge in the Los Angeles International Airport. Turns out, the iconic atomic architecture-themed building is the perfect pit stop between flights or as a destination unto itself. In either case, it is worth the adventure if you are ever in that part of the world. On this particular afternoon, we began our conversation innocently enough after just a few strong libations between us. But by the time we climbed out of the rabbit hole that afternoon, we had covered a number of subjects from being famous to eyebrows and a whole host of things in between. The conversation and the atmosphere produced some words to live by. When we were done, we executed the perfect West LA fadeaway. So let's just roll tape 20. The idea of being famous, famous when we were growing up, had a longevity to it. Famous today seems to be much shorter of a window. Would you agree? Absolutely. Okay, now there are some people that have some kind of elongated windows. I'm going to name a few of them. Uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez, she's been around quite a while now. Madonna and a few others. But it seemed like most of the major stars in entertainment back when we were growing up from our parents' generation, more importantly even from ours, that were transcending their field, stayed true to that in terms of the way they were viewed for the rest of their life. We don't see that as much anymore. Do you have any reason for why that might be? It's all about the media. 
It's all about exposure, and it's just a question of making money. That's the problem. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with making money, but in, when your goal is the pursuit of money, you know, something good or bad, however long you can stay relevant, really becomes the measuring stick for how important you are. In, in terms of the focus, would you say that the creativity is diminished? Oh, by far. By far? Hey, just look at sports, which we always seem to talk about. Look at Hollywood. I mean, you throw on an all black and white and ask yourself, when did they act like that? Listen to the storyline. When did they write a story like that? Listen to music. The other day I was in the gym. I gave my daughter the, you know, my 60s music, the Temptations, the Tops, Marvin Gaye. Nobody writes music like, like that. Did she like it? She loved it. She, you know, just all of this these days is just really dumbed down. It's made to stimulate quickly and then find the next greatest thing. Interesting. Uh, earlier in another conversation, we were talking about smelling people because, of course, you have a sense of smell that's yes. near and dear to you. We were talking about creases on people, and there's creases behind the knee, behind the elbow, the major crease where everything begins, I think you referred to it. Um, since that time, have you noticed any creases in your life? No, that's a, it's a loaded question because I can look at the physical creases on my body. Yes. And I can look at the creases in my world. Yes. And if I look at the creases on my body, you know, I have noticed many more. The older you get, there's more lines, especially like on the back of my neck and my head. Do you think creases are like tattoos that they tell stories? Yeah, they're like the lines on a tree. Interesting. Yeah. So what does the crack of your ass or the crease in your ass have to say as far as the story? Well, it's a virgin ass, may I say that. Tell me a story, Joey. Very nice. Nothing's ever been in it. Well, let's say yet. Yet. I may decide to give it up. I have a, a small, also eligible list in horse racing parlance. But, um, no, I think that the crease in my butt just says old guy. Interesting, interesting. Do you think it looks a whole lot different than when you were young? Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't. So, see, earlier we asked you if you ever looked behind yourself in the mirror. You would have to do that in order to see that. So, apparently, you do do that, which means you really do spend time at times kind of gazing. Well, you know. It's probably like walking around a car before you get in looking for dents. I can't say I've ever really looked at my ass. I see. But then you just gave us such detail about the way it looks now versus when you were young, almost as if you had been looking. No, you know. I don't know why I'm, I'm going here, but there's your quintessential ass shot. I see. Okay. Just move that sphincter. Gotcha. By the way, do you think you could pick up a dime with yours? Uh, no. Could you when you were young? I never really gave it that much thought. These days, if you put peanut butter on it, I could definitely sit on something and pick it up. Well, I think the dog would have liked that, too. Yeah, but the, I got the dog around the front end. Okay, the other day, I was looking at uh, a show on television, and there was something interesting that passed in front of me I want to share with you. It was the idea of a contest, and you will be familiar with this. Uh, it was an old Seinfeld episode called The Contest, and it was where all four characters in the show felt that they could outdo each other in refraining from self-pleasure. Do you remember that? I don't remember that episode. That okay, well, Seinfeld one of the out. things that was really funny that happened right away, Kramer put down his money and was out in about five minutes. But my question question to you is, how long do you think you could go without pleasuring yourself if there were no other avenues for pleasure? Well, 
I've been married to a little Jewish girl from the Bronx for 26 years. Well, that's an advantage, but I'm just suggesting if she were to hold out to see how long you could hold out. 26 years. Okay, Joey, if you say so. Okay, let me move on. If you had it within you to walk one mile nude in public or take off your clothes at 5 o'clock every single day for the rest of your life, which would you choose? I would take my clothes off at 5. Every day. So you would just make sure. somewhere. That's true. naked, have a drink. That's true. And no matter what, you could always plan on that and you could prepare and run like crazy if you were late. And, And validate my lifestyle now. You know, but at the same time, I'm getting a sense that it's not so much the fear of walking a mile nude as much as it is the desire to take off your clothes every day. Um, you know, if it was socially acceptable or okay, I would get naked every day at five. I like walk around naked all day. Interesting. Blue Lagoon too. Interesting. You and Brooke Shields. Yeah. You know, those, those by the way, great eyebrows, by those the way. were the great eyebrows. Great eyebrows. Absolutely. Since Groucho, there's never been a great That's better. true, especially on a lady, let alone a person. Yeah, and looking down and seeing those eyebrows would be great. Yes, 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 exactly. I like the way you describe that. Um, One of the things that has come to my mind in recent times since we started talking a little bit more off was wondering about your daily routine. Now, you talked about taking a shave and loving to put on a nice outfit of a shirt, sometimes a sport jacket if it's cool enough, a pair of jeans and doing things in the course of a day. What kind of grooming routines do you have besides shaving? Do you pluck your eyebrows? Now, do you shave or get them trimmed? Well, let me just say that I do my nails probably once a week. I get my Tell me about, cuts. hold on a second on the nail thing. When you do your nails... <clears throat> I cut them. You cut them? I okay. buy $1.09. Okay, and you just nail keep them cutter, short because short, short nails are always preferable. At least that's Correct. what I've heard. When you touch yourself, you don't want to give yourself a nail. Right, it's like a paper cut. Correct. Yeah, okay, and keep I'd going. And I'd have something else rather than 100 paper cuts. Absolutely. I got it. And how about your um, the, the hair that is now growing out of your ears? Once every three or four weeks, I do a... Uh, Major clean out? Yeah, I trim my mustache, trim my ears. You have never shaved a landing strip on yourself, correct? No. Right, and have no desire to do that. No. Right. If if a uh, assuming for a moment <clears throat> your wife was no longer in the picture and you were in front of an incredibly beautiful woman, a younger woman, let's will say, that be cash? Who preferred that because she does that and she said, "Please, Joey, please, would you do that?" You mean shave her? No, shave you. Shave me. Remember now, all things being as they are, you're free to be with this person, and this woman is a nice, beautiful young woman. In fact, probably one of the more beautiful women that it has would, ever it come would before you. me to think that I'd have to score to compromise, so I say no. You keep say my hair. no. Keep my hair. You say no. Yeah. Even if she said, please, Joey, please. Yeah, I'm not shaving. It's going to grow back. Not shaving. I admire the strength and conviction. Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. Uh, I hope our listening audience appreciates this. Yeah, and we'll get letters from those of you who are her suit. Yeah. Who, do, who have a problem with my proclivities. Joey, I want to ask you one thing. Yes, sir. Um, as it relates to the biological functions of the human body. Yes. Um, do you ever and have you ever caught, been caught picking your nose in public? Yes. Really? Can you recount one of those circumstances? Oh, every day I pick, pick, pick. And right in front of anybody, no questions asked. Unabashed. So you're okay. So you're not shy. Most people would prefer to do that in public no. or private. I'm no, sure. No. Okay. It's a rite of passage. Very good. You know when you when you were dating. I'm going back now. This is uh, information from Last some of Saturday. No. 
Yeah, last Saturday, 29 years ago, uh, we talked about your time uh, in the village where you were free and easy, but you had a lot of high-maintenance women in your life. Yes. At that time, you had high-maintenance women. It sounded like you were willing to do a lot of things you wouldn't be willing to do today. Would that be true? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you might have shaved back then the landing strip, but not now. I would have done anything you for a little You would have done trim. anything. Okay, gotcha. See, now it's all kind of coming clear. Yeah. It's not that the conviction has always been there as part of your DNA. It's more of a seasoned view. You know, I never thought I'd share this with our listening audience, but one of the mantras that governs how I live my life, it's a very simple, simple statement. What is it, Joe? Is the fucking you're getting worth the fucking you're getting? Interesting. And if you think about it for a moment, it really, it has multiple. It does. And it's the physical fucking. It's the, the fucking of human nature. Business. Fucking and, yeah. And, you know, any time in my life when I felt put out, I, I wouldn't literally get naked, but I'd get naked and stand in front of the mirror and I'd say to myself, the fucking I'm getting worth the fucking I'm getting? Is this girl I'm chasing worth this? Is the job that I'm killing myself for worth and if the answer is no, I get the fuck out. Well, you know, we've we've heard in the past, uh, many women would say, no matter how handsome the man is, some woman's tired of fucking him. <coughs> no question. It cuts both ways. We're not special, you know. <laughs> it's just... I got two questions left for you, Joey. Go one has it. to do with young people <laughs> and one has to do with mature people. Okay. Young people who are in that mode you talked about where they're willing to do anything for some trim. <coughs> If you could offer any advice to those people, be it a man or a woman, to get what you want, what would you say? Well, being a happily married old guy now, I'd say that, you know, the hormones definitely point you in the right direction early on, and they're usually a good guidepost to follow, and you'll get to the finish line the same as the next guy, but I think that you're better off, sow the oats, have a blast, there's no right, there's no wrong, follow your nose, and you'll get to the finish line the same as the Let next guy. Let it all guy. hang out. Yeah. All right, and for the... But be respectful. But be respectful. Okay. And, and, and live in your moment and make sure that you, you don't trample anybody else. It's for the mature person, be it a man or a woman, who's lived a, a, a good life or a long, longish life and now finds themselves in the situation where they're now looking to date or be out on the market, so to speak. What advice would you offer them? That somewhere along the line you called your shot wrong early. That you'd be much better off having had given up the ghost early on. And the fact that you're trying to catch back up with it, God bless you. It's, it's good to do, but it's a much more tedious chore and a tougher yeah. road to hoe. Very cool, very cool. Well, we appreciate it as always, Joey. Thank you so much as usual, and thank you for letting us know about your schedule, as I mentioned in prior conversations, because it gives us a chance to catch up. I'm sure we're going to have more interesting things to talk about down the road. Looking for a chateau. 21 rooms, but one will do.
it was socially acceptable or okay, I would get naked every day at five. Hell, I'd walk around naked all day. Interesting. Blue Lagoon too. Interesting. You and Brooke Shields. Yeah. You know, those, those are by the way, great eyebrows. By those the way. were the great eyebrows. Great eyebrows. Absolutely. Since Groucho, there's never been a great. That's better. true, especially on a lady, let alone a person. Yeah, and looking down and seeing those eyebrows would be great. You're listening to Above Radio, radio above the wrist.